Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Turn the radio up. 360 in the morning. In tune with the street. Fearless right here on WBIU 360. Let's get this Monday started. Previously on the Franchise Report. In Alabama, this kid that's just dressing up every day in a full body Chucky outfit. <laughs> full body. <laughs> oh, man. He's five years old, and people want him to stop because like, you're, freaking, you're, you're freaking out the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to stop that? Little Chucky? News and went up to his mom and everything. She's like, yo, this is what he likes to do. I mean, you can't can't really do anything about him dressing up as a child. <laughs> Just, so as cars are coming by close to the corner, they, they stop. Uh, oh, this is Chucky. Is she Chucky? <laughs> oh, sorry. That's my son. People are walking their dogs, and then the dogs are attacking the Chucky. But it's like, all right, it's just the kid. Leave alone. But then some people are like, you know what? Now nah, we like it. Because you got to think, if like a robber pulls up, they're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. And hesitate if you see a Chucky down walking around. <laughs> Put down the couch. Put down the couch. You see that, man? That's Chucky, man. Put the couch back. <laughs> it's probably his couch. Man. <laughs> you ain't gonna rob Chucky, are you? Oh, all right. <laughs> that doll's evil, man. Got a bride too. <laughs> <laughs> She's worse than he is. All yeah, right. they, yeah, they have sex. Franchise is in the mother building. 3 p.m. to 6 30. Over to 1.1 FM. 360, baby. WBRU 360 in the morning. Back on the ground. Only on the Ocean State's number one source for blazing hip hop and R and Word Monday morning, baby. Y'all ready to go? Y'all Decent day today. Providence, wake up. It's your main man, Lord Gremothy, representing Dirty Dirty. And y'all tuned in to 360 in the morning. WBRU 360, 101.1 FM. Let's go. Y'all ready to go. Uh. Getting off third shift, that's what it is. Headed to work, that's what it is. Got the day off, I respect it. Get off me. WBRU 360 in the morning. Uber drivers, good morning. Lyft drivers, good morning. Bus drivers, good morning. Get off me. I'm just waking you up in the morning. Invading the airway. Over to 1.1 FM. 360, baby. WBRU. In the summertime. We talk to these cities. Providence, good morning. Kentucky, good morning. In Harlem, we call it getting off. Attleboro, good morning. Woonsocket gets us good morning to y'all. East Providence, good morning. North Providence, good morning. Get off. Princeton, what up, Warwick? What up today? Came out to jails over the weekend, greatly appreciate you. Came to 148 yesterday, great vibes. Yes, as we get this Monday going. So get off me, start with some brand new locks. Coming at you now, Rhode Island CJ Franchise, the, the, the Franchise Report in the morning on WBRU 360, 101.1 1, 1, 1 FM. WBRU 360, 101.1 FM, as it goes down, Franchise Head, Chip Doug here. Um, coming up, we get to talk about Alec Baldwin. I tried to ride for you as long as I could. It's not looking too great. We get to talk about that um only fan star that killed that guy. He finally gets some justice. Um, Believe it or not. We get to talk about Kodak Black and is he in the right or wrong after being pulled over with all those drugs in his car? And on top of that, we got to shout out this lady who's about to be 100 years old who also has 100 grandkids. Coming up in about three or four minutes. Till then, Tim. Wake up, wake up. WBRU 360 in the morning. Yo, relax. I just said like two words. Let me talk my shit. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live from Providence. 101.1 FM. WBIU 360. 
franchise report. Reporting live. Now, bitches. Um, let's see. Starting off where? Ah. Alec Baldwin must have pulled the trigger and Russ FBI concludes an analysis. Um, first of all. I tried to defend this guy as long as I could too. But they're saying, um, the FBI have concluded that Alec Baldwin must have fired the gun normally on a set of Russ, which took Helena Hutchins' life. This according to a new report. Published bombshell story Friday, claiming to have obtained a copy of the forensic al- analysis report recently completed by the Bureau, which was examining all facets of the fatal accident in a broader investigation to see if criminal charges are warranted. <sighs> that's what Alex said. Well, that's what Alex said he was doing when he was shooting in court. Said that, you know, he was just practicing. Like they said before, two other people were supposed to inspect the gun. They both failed to inspect it. When he got it, he said it went off. After they did the investigation and actually checking out the gun, coming to find out they're saying there's no way that gun could have gone off without him pulling the trigger. So he did it. They haven't bagged him for it yet, but now the FBI is involved and they're saying, yeah, there's, there's no way that that gun had gone off without him actually so, pulling the trigger. So this not, not saying he did not purpose, but at first the story was like, you know, it, it, just, it just went off. off. It just went off. Now they're like, nah, there's no way that this gun could have. He was probably playing around with it. And I was like, playing around with it. But at the same time, thought it was empty. Well, yo, and again, he's a paid professional actor. So even when he's telling his story, how do you know he ain't in his acting bag, yo? When he was saying, like, I didn't do it and everything, I mean. I mean, nobody nobody believes he actually killed that. Well, I don't believe he shot Yeah, like, he didn't point and shoot and said, like, bang, you're dead. Could have been playing around with it and click, click. Yeah. I would have. I'm going to play around. I'm going to play around. (laughs) I'm going to play around. Yo. On set, if I didn't know we only had one one time to go, I probably would have been doing the same thing too. When I did Hot in Our Eyes movie, when they gave us the fake up, point it out, click, 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 click. Oh, you crazy. He's like, oh, you know that's real, right? It's just old. I was like, oh, real? Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, let's, so, let's try this again. Um, it's just human nature. Of model Courtney Taylor, give her a life sentence for murder. Remember the girl, the um, OnlyFans model? That actually killed her boyfriend. Yeah, the black guy. The black guy that black only girl. dated white guys. I mean, that only dated yeah, white girls. He was like dissing black girls back in the day. Yeah. There you go. OnlyFans model Colin Taylor should spend the rest of her days behind bars for killing boyfriend Christian um, Ambaselli. At least that's how her family fails. Her family? His family. Sorry. Oh. Christian's family is happy Courtney was recently charged with second-degree murder because of a conviction could result in life sentence. We're told that his family's faith is in the justice system, and it was restored when Courtney was arrested this week and charged in Christian's death. Christian um, was stabbed with a knife back in April, but she insisted it was self-defense. It ended up taking about four months for her to finally criminally be charged. All along, Christian's family believed she had killed him in cold blood, which she actually did, so they finally, finally That's died. crazy, man. That's crazy when you're the victim and, like, you can't speak for yourself. Like, she just switched the whole thing on him, man. Yeah, she made it seem like uh, he was coming at her. I mean, first of all, you stabbed him in the back, so therefore he had to be... Not, not looking, looking at or, or walking away. Um, the crazy part is that after she did it, like she was out and about. Chilling. She was out and about. Still making money on OnlyFans. Still making money on OnlyFans, dining out in fancy restaurants and stuff like that, but they finally got her. Um, so hopefully they hit it with the life. And last but not least, Kodak Black. <laughs> this dude, man. Police need to give me back my car and cash and my, seized in Florida. And my <laughs> He probably wants the pills back, too. Uh, believe it or not, believe it or not, Kodak Black says the Florida cops who arrested him for allegedly trafficking oxycodone are still holding on to his car and thousands of dollars in cash nearly a month later. And now he's about out of patience and wants it back. Kodak is asking the court to make the Florida Highway Patrol officers who busted him return the Dodge Durango and $74,000 in cash that they seized during the arrest. Um... These dudes just drive around with money, man. Kodak's lawyer says his client can prove that the car and cash belong to Kodak and were not involved in any illegal activity. For starters, Cohen claims Durango is registered to a Florida-based record label, Sniper Gang, and Kodak is a manager of that entity. Since Kodak has already turned over the prescription for the pills, found in the vehicle, so, so he's good. with that. Golden. Golden with that. My doctor is the best. <laughs> Cohen claims there is no legal basis for the police to continue to hold on he's to the right. Durango and should return it pronto. Go Prescriptions for, for the pills found in a vehicle. Cohen claims there is no legal basis to continue to hold on to this guy's car. Give it back. 
And the reason why he has 75,000 in cash, Kodak's attorney says he carries so much dough around because he's a rapper. And it goes with the territory. <laughs> Claiming Kodak needs large sums of money on him to pay various expenses while he's on tour. Also, he's often paid for a lot of his gigs in cash. cash. So if you do a gig for 50 rats and you want it in cash for him. Hey, you got a valid point. You go, Kodak. For once, Kodak, you might. You might, you might be on the right side, side of the wall. Exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Over the weekend, I'm not a big fan of this one, but I know girls will like it. Brand new Nicki Minaj called this one Super Freaky Girl. Yes, another sample. She put up numbers, too. Yeah. The moment from the franchise report. Franchise in this building, bad lad hair. Your big walk hair, and as yeah. we continue on celebrating, <laughs> hot in our ride, <laughs> making his second movie. How, how about that? Trying to find me a role, role. another one. Another yeah, one. you need to put Lad in there too. We, we I, listen, him. he we just did like he just did like thirty right, roles, right. and none of them, none of them, they're all twenty-five into twenty-seven. This is what so else he's looking for: male roles with lines. Okay. He needs a TV reporter. Open. So that, it doesn't matter what you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. Go back. Right, yeah, okay. right, right off the rip. You're back yeah. in the ball game, baby. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. Okay. And he needs to make sure there's extras in the background walking around eating food or something because every scene had nobody in the background. Wait, wait, see, why'd you come on here judging, first of all? I'm just telling the truth. Uh, anyways. <laughs> like, I seen the movie. <laughs> well, this is a brand new movie because the first yeah. one did well. It did I. Right, but we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna make it better this time. Take Ew. my advice. He ain't giving him better. nothing. <laughs> nah. Ain't no Female more henchmen. Can I play the henchman there's, role? There, there's a lot to get to. When we and come I need back, a love interest. When we Walt, Walt could be the bouncer. <laughs> yeah, he, does, he is looking for a bouncer. That's a good idea. Yeah, but this bouncer got to have a love interest in a sex scene. Why would the bouncer need a <laughs> sex scene? <laughs> <laughs> now you want to be f***ing dumb. Yeah, yo, this bounce is the man. <laughs> hey, you, you, you better you better get more detail with that because you left that open for interpretation. Right? Are you, you sure I mean? him doing a movie? You want to do a sex scene with a girl from Providence? Probably not. How you, how you, but, that's, <laughs> but wait, but that's what I was just saying. Like, how you are know you it's sure? gonna? How you sure it's gonna be a sex scene with a girl? <laughs> it there better be. Go. There this, you go. This ain't P Valley. Be careful what you ask for, bro. <laughs> you know. Are you ready to act? Are you ready to act? Go, go get up in there and they break your soul. Franchise is in the mother building. 3 p.m. to 6 30. Over to 1.1 FM. They're 60, baby. WBRU. to work. No problem, we got you. It's the morning rush with DJ Franchise on 3.60 in the morning. Uh, first of all, if anybody cares, the um, New York Yankees lost to the Boston Red Sox 0-3, to three, so I'm upset about that. I'm totally upset about that. The Red Sox aren't that good this year, huh? No. Like 500, I think. Around there. Around there. Um, but also, over the weekend. I mean, I could feel with talking about the Cowboys. Over the weekend, baby. <laughs> Preseason was in effect. Did you watch any games? I did not. You didn't see any games at all? Nah. Um, let's see. New Orleans Saints lost. Lost to guess who? Uh, guess who? Of all teams. The Browns. Close. Houston. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Houston starts off their preseason with a victory 17 to 13 over New Orleans. Um, my Cowboys lost yesterday to Denver 7 to 17. Um, Rams won yesterday 29 to 22 as they beat LA. Chargers. Minnesota Vikings lost to the Raiders 20 to 26. Raiders should be high this year. And I don't know who plays tonight. You know who plays tonight? I do not. I, it doesn't even feel like it's football season yet. Like, I have to keep reminding myself that it's football has started. Well, it's not the season yet. It's preseason. So it's good just, enough, just, man. You can just stop talking junk right now. Stop saying stuff like the Cowboys <laughs> all day. Um, on a good note, speaking of the Cowboys. Your boy Dak was saying Super Bowl the other day. He, he was saying it. And let me tell you why. Because Antonio Brown is interested in yeah, playing with the Cowboys. Jerry Jones. Tell Jerry Jones to call me. 
Yo, he'll do that too. I can so see. The Cowboys it. have a problem at wide receiver, and it seems Antonio Brown is willing to help out. Telling TMZ Sports this week, tell Jerry Jones to call me. Dallas receiver room took a big hit this month with free agent acquisition James Washington when he injured his foot. With Michael Gallup already out while recovering from ALC surgery, the team now has just one truly proven player at that position, which would be C.D. Lamb. He's young. Brown appears to be down to change that in big D saying out in Beverly Hills that he wants the Cowboy owner to give him a shout, presumably to talk about a contract. Of course, it's unclear how serious Brown is about it all. He's been extremely focused on his music career, which is, oh, God. <laughs> the off season, and has even created a new dance for one of his songs since he's gone viral. So, you know what? Let's get him out of the music scene and get him he's back still, on the field He still got Cowboys. some good years, bro. He might. He, he could be number two there with those injuries. But, but he'd probably be represented by Donda Sports. So imagine Jerry Jones and Kanye West chilling. I can imagine that. That would be amazing. I can, I can actually imagine that. I might actually root for them for like one game. Cowboys, let's do it. We got the money. You got $7.2 billion. Let's do it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You're, you're, you're in the mix with the baddest DJ. DJ Franchise. Good morning, Rhode Island. Oh, 360 in the morning. Looking at this lady on the news from Maine. Yeah, 102 years old, world's oldest lobster trapper. She's, She's been trapping lobsters for 90 years, which means what? She started when she was 12. Woo! Yes, sir. She's a trapper, yo. So this lady's 102 years old Out on here. these boats getting these lobsters. Out here measuring claws and stuff. My thing is, none of your kids is doing good enough to leave the business to? <laughs> probably keep, it's probably what keeps her alive. I guess, because I do hear when people retire, that's when they start to do bad, but... 102. And, and she wasn't pulling up the net, so she, she got some kind of structure there so that she could just do her little thing thing. See if they're long enough to keep. <laughs> Leave me at the house. Leave <laughs> me at the house. Yeah, because you got to wake up early every day, go Get back that. smelling like sea. Nope, nope. Um, when we go, all right, so when we come back, we are going to talk about another old-ass lady. She's a hundred and something. <laughs> Dang. Um, we get to talk about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. We get to talk about what Nicki Minaj did. We get to talk about Michael Blackson receiving backlash. And last but not least, we also got, you hear our games album? Games? Nah, it looked too long. No, he got a 10-minute freestyle dissing Eminem. Why? When we come back, we get Fam, to talk about I, I would feel like that's 10 <laughs> minutes that I wasted in my life, bro. I'd rather eat 10 minutes worth of Eminem's. 10 minutes freestyle dissing For what? Like, nobody. I, I, I don't know. Game. I'm going to diss Eminem. Why? No one cares. <laughs> game. No one cares, man. And John. On 360. In the morning. Set in the morning. Bye. And here we go. Go. Alrighty. 99-year-old woman welcomes 100th grandchild. Just before her 100th birthday, Marguerite Caller celebrated the birth of her 100th grandchild. The Pennsylvania woman told local NBC Philadelphia, I'm just thinking about how lucky I am. The child, Carla William, is named after the matriarch and her late husband, William. However, Marguerite was on track for a completely different trajectory before her now late husband talked her out of a very big life decision, which was becoming a nun. I actually applied when I was a junior in high school, but he talked me out of it. Marguerite said in 2015, um, in an interview before. She is now the mother of 11 kids and is the grandmother to 56, which has resulted in her being a great-grandmother over 100 times. Lord have mercy. None of this would have ever happened if she would have went to be a nun. That just seems like she had two different lifestyles inside of her, but... <laughs> she, really, she really made a choice. Either A, go be a nun, never have sex again, or B, stick with this guy, and here we are, 100, 100 grandkids later. So did he talk her out of her, her calling? Yeah. Well, maybe her calling was to be just have mad kids. Just, just, that, yeah, what the, they say, um, fulfill the world and be fruitful, something like that. Oof, that's a lot, boy. <laughs> that's a lot. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett spotted together for the first time since the Oscars. What have they been walking around separately since? <laughs> like, yup. <laughs> you go now, I'll go now. You go. Because Will Smith was what in another country for a little while. He was out. Yeah, he, he was, was like, he was yo, leave me alone. For a while. <laughs> uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett made their first appearance in public on Saturday since the 2022 Oscar ceremony with Smith infamously slapped Chris Rock. Um, outlets report that the two 
excited in close proximity to one another with I Jada. So. With Jada, hold on. Holding on to Will's clothing as they walked to their vehicle. No, they wasn't holding hands. She was just holding on to his clothes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were sitting down and Jada had her arm around Will. No, they were just seen walking down the street very, very fast. They wasn't holding hands. She's just behind him, holding on to the back of his shirt as they're rushing to the vehicle. Not man. even holding hands. Man. Man, man, man. <laughs> it's crazy when your husband and wife and, um, you know, the news is that y'all were seen together. That's crazy. Do you think he wants to be seen with her in public? Uh, I think he's having some PTSD, man. <laughs> he's just like, y'all see you after, baby. Oh, well. Um, Nicki Minaj makes Spotify history with Super Freaky Girl. I have no idea how that happened. Nicki Minaj's Super Freaky Girl had a historic launch on Spotify Friday, becoming the largest solo debut for a female's artist rap song in Spotify history. The new track was streamed over three million times. Sheesh. On its first day on the platform, according to Trot Data. Minaj's new song appears to sample Rick James's Rick James's 1981 hit song, Super Freak, is, is co-produced by Aaron Joseph, Dr. Luke, Malibu Baby, and Vaughn Oliver. Those bobs are faithful, bro. Woo! I don't, they, they shouldn't even say sample. They should just say it is the song, yo. Like she just rapped over the track. Exactly. Very, very similar. similar. Uh, I'm not going to have time to talk about Michael Blackson right now, but when we come back, I'm going to try my hardest to get it. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live for profit. 101.1 FM. The VIU 360. Franchise report. Reporting live. Fuck our bitches. Yo, there's no way that that grandmother is able to have Christmas all in one house. Oh, no. Her, her, her presence is her present. Yeah, but not even that. How do you fit all those kids in one house? <laughs> you can't. So you got to run an amusement park for every holiday? <laughs> Shake it. I'm with the flockers. I bet she get naked. Sure that she bugging. She want me to spank it like BRU 360 101.1 FM. As it goes down. Oh, this Monday morning. You know what I just found out? What? So my son goes to the Met, and then um he's about to play sports. You know, you could pick a neighboring school. He's about to be a kill team. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Shots to Mount Pleasant, the same Mount Pleasant. He's about to be a I was like, oh, man. The same Mount Pleasant that did not invite me to the reunion, so tell your son don't get sick. Wait, what school? He, go, he goes to the Met, but, but he, he gets to play for Mount. He gets to play for Mount to raise his mama. Yeah. That's what it is. That's yeah, bro. So all the greats come from Mount Pleasant. <laughs> Hopefully. It's your DJ's favorite DJ. Rhode Island's DJ franchise on WBRU360 in the morning. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live for profit. Over the 1.1 FM. WBRU360. Franchise report. Reporting live. Now, bitches. <laughs> Alrighty. Strictly Rhode Island. Motorcyclist killed in Providence Highway crash. A man is dead following a motorcycle crash on I-95 South in Providence on Saturday afternoon. Rhode Island State Police said the single vehicle crash happened just north of Thurber's Ave. Exit shortly after 2.30 p.m. Mm. According to State Police, the bike collided with the highway barrier. The victim was pronounced dead at the scene. His name has not been released pending family notification. R.I.P. That sucks, and I know how it feels. The crash on that I-95. I went through it, uh... Almost two weeks ago. Oh! That's scary, man. With a bunch of cars coming that fast your way, and you're just laying there. Woo! Especially on a motorcycle, boy. To this yeah. day, I won't get on a motorcycle. I, I, that's something I, I haven't done. I don't think I will. Unless it's the ones, um, yeah. The I've, only, I've done a moped. I've done a moped. Yeah, I've done a moped, too. But, but even that, I mean, when I was in um, Mexico, them joints were going to, like, 60 miles an hour. <laughs> I was out, bro, like... <laughs> And then it's scary. It's scary when you got your girl on the on, on it with you, man, because you gotta feel like you're like the manly man. But I was scared. You know what? To this day, you know what else I haven't used? One of those uh, e-bike things. You told, oh, not nah, now. Nah, have you done a scooter? Whatever it is. But have you done? You did a stand-up scooters yet? Nah. Nah. I haven't ran one yet. I don't know what I'm waiting for. You gotta do it before the, the day is over, man. <laughs> um, Warwick police to begin wearing body cameras. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> like, we be seeing the film and they still get off. The Warwick Police Department announced they'll be participating in a statewide body-worn camera pilot program. Starting on Tuesday, August 16th, 16 patrol officers will begin wearing the technology. The office cover all three patrol shifts, police said. So the body cameras will be on the road 24 hours a day. Police expect the program will be expanded to include all patrol officers 
and field supervisors after about two months. Mm. But for the first trial run, they're only going to give it to 16. I'm staying, out, I'm staying away from the wall. You can't stay away. I live in work, so yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's what you want, though. You want, the, you want them to wear the body cameras, though. I mean, I, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm watching World Star and stuff. Sometimes when you watch the whole footage instead of just a snippet, some of the cops do be in the right. Like, you know, y'all oh, see yeah. this at 10 seconds of the cop, like, slamming somebody. But then you see the two minutes before. Before that, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, oh I, I get why, why he did, did it. <laughs> um, He's robbing this man charged with stealing from cars. East Providence police have made an arrest in connection with the Stringer Motor Vehicle break-ins. Kevin Kuna, 46, was charged with two counts of larceny under $1,500 and single counts of receiving stolen goods and fraudulent use of credit cards. Jeez, why'd you use the credit Jeez, cards? Police said they received several calls over the past week regarding unlocked vehicles being broken into in the area of Central and Woodward Ave. Now, let me ask you a question. Is, is an unlocked vehicle that really broken into? <laughs> That's my question. Kuna, <laughs> according to police, was caught on residential security cameras entering driveways and backyards and scouring through the vehicles. He pleaded no contest to the charges and was remanded to the ACI. Police, police believe he may also be responsible for similar crimes in other communities. Anyone with information is asked to call East Providence Police at 401-435-7600. So he didn't, he didn't break in, he just let himself in. He didn't break it, guys. <laughs> Come he on. didn't break it. Y'all made it easy. Yeah, he was trespassing, but he didn't break Yo, it. Yo, is it me? Is it me or does it seem like EP's been getting a little noisier lately than it's been in the last few years? Now that you read news, you start to see more and more. Yeah. Past few years, we wasn't doing it, so we didn't give it damn. But now, okay. <laughs> got now you. you got no choice what to look at. It's like, wow, EP had this oh, and that. Supreme, so many they got white supremacist? What? Um, <laughs> woman dies after helping grandkids escape um, Pawtucket mm. Fire. Damn. A woman hurt during a house fire in Pawtucket has died from her injuries. Pawtucket police identified the victim Friday as Maria Cadence. The house fire happened Wednesday morning on... Um, Ballaston Avenue, a witness at the scene told 12 Newswoman, um, the woman had became trapped after helping her two grandchildren escape through the window. Police said the 71-year-old lady was taken to the hospital in critical condition, while a 12-year-old boy was also being treated for minor injuries. The state fire marshal's office is still investigating how it happened. She did get the two kids out through the window, but then after they got her to the hospital, she did not make her. That's bittersweet, so, man. All right, Pete. Condolences goes to her. And that's, I, that's, that smoke is no joke, man. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that can get you. That can get you. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. I didn't get to the story about the guy that got nine years for the uh, sexual assault case. Um, and also, there was a lady found in Pawtucket with $500,000 worth of meth. How the hell? <laughs> yo, these... Yo. How the hell? Pawtucket, good morning. $500,000? $500,000 worth of meth. Man. Man. <laughs> She's going to be asking for that back like Kodak. <laughs> It was a, prescription. A protected <laughs> woman was arrested Tuesday after officers found approximately $500,000 worth of meth inside her apartment. Police executed a search warrant on Rain Goyette's Jefferson Avenue apartment as part of an investigation into a suspicious package that was sent there from California. One person thought that package was suspicious. They tracked her, Mind your watched her, $500,000 worth of meth that she had received. So, so it was like a postal worker? Like, I don't know. Mind your business. Come on, Rhode Island. If I can't. Yeah. 360.1.1 FM. 360.1.1 work at 9. You got 24 minutes. Call out up next. Um, And when we come back, we also got the good word from Chip Doug. Yeah. I'll tell you, that, that music ain't for everybody, bro. <laughs> everyone, everyone, <laughs> that's not for everybody. Everybody can't do. ride that vibe. Not everybody can't ride that vibe. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And not everybody can. I'll give that one a B. Legit B. Minus. Not a B minus, not a B plus, just a just straight a B. B. Yeah. Just a straight B. Because it just sounds like you just went and jumped on a wave instead of just stayed true to who you are. Facts. It's like, oh, yeah. you know what? Drake did it. Oh, wait. Oh, Beyonce, Beyonce did, it? did it? I have to, I do, have it. to do it. Whereas those two artists have done so much that they can go there. <sighs> Megan, I don't know. It's more like Megan the, Megan the Pony on that one. Sound like Walt over here. BRU360101.1 FM as it goes down. Franchising is building chip dog here. Work at 9 o'clock. You got 20 minutes. Um, Real talk on deck. Morning minutes on deck. But until then, filling in for Miss Rody is me today. So guess what time it is? Guess what time? Oh, wait. There you are. <laughs> there you are. There you are. Gotcha. Woo! Call them out. Call them out. Call them out. Call them out. 
Call him out, call him out. Call him out, call him out. Hey, hey, hey. Uh. You know what? I probably I'm probably not helping with this call out. <laughs> Today's call out is all the people that thought they were actually helping when they were just making situations worse. Mm. Pertaining to social media. Rick Ross was doing a, a little charity event, giving away free haircuts. <laughs> Poor kid. See, see, that, 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 that's what the problem. See, that, that's yeah, I'm sorry. Keep see. going, keep going. I'm getting called out, too. Huh? <laughs> so Rick Ross, you know, has a little kid. And this particular little boy. Okay, yeah, Rick Ross is, is botching his head. Watching <laughs> <Bro. laughs> his head. It looked like he was shining the bowling ball the way he was moving them clippers. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I feel bad because they're going to make jokes about this kid. Now, if if... If everybody else on social media didn't post it, the kid probably wouldn't be embarrassed about it. But because everybody else, you know, no Rick Ross, dang man, you messed that kid's hair up, such and such, such and such, it's making it stand out more and more. For example, even though Rick Ross is giving a bad haircut, you don't put up, damn, somebody sacrificed their own kid's haircut. Oh man, <laughs> doing too much just no. to meet Rick Ross. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he messed it up, but by you doing that joke, now it makes it look worse for the boy. Some of his parents is dead ass wrong for letting their little boy go up there and get a haircut from Rick Ross like that. <laughs> Imagine getting bullied because your haircut is messed up and you try to blame it on Rick Ross and nobody believes you. <laughs> <laughs> then they got a close-up picture of the kid where the kid looks like he's about to cry. Caption, this kid looks like he is like literally all set with Rick Ross. Bro, he's never he's not in his top five at all. Rick Ross hooked up this little kid with a haircut, but we're not sure if this little kid's failing it or not. <laughs> Another picture close up of the kids. Have you seen the kid? I saw, I just saw the process. I didn't see the end result. It was too painful to watch. Poor kid. Yeah, man, that's not, and that's, he went one on him. No lineup. And did you see when he was doing it? He was like cutting it and looking at everybody cheesing. Like, he looked like Stevie Wonder doing it, bro. Like, that was just a bad look. At, at least Rick Ross could have faked like he was trying Cause he definitely was another drive. comment. Imagine getting your itch messed up by Rick Ross right before school starts. That's yeah, why he's gonna he's gonna need another haircut. He's gonna have to go to the barber. After. I, I hopefully a barber in his hometown will look out for him and give him a real haircut. I just hope you guys know that the more you guys put up the jokes about the bad haircut, the worse it looks on. Poor kid, yeah. The worse it looks on. A he needs kid. like some wings from Wingstop. He needs like Rick Ross's next album. He needs to like visit the ranch or something, bro. He needs more than that. They got They got They got to stop putting up the pictures of the kid if they're going to put up the jokes. The jokes are fine, but the more you put up the picture like of the kid, you're making, it, you're, make, you're making it harder for the kid to actually go to school and get past this. So please stop posting <laughs> the picture of the kid's face and just stick to the jokes. Thank you. <laughs> bring them out, bring them out. <laughs> bring them out, bring them out. Call them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Call them out. Call them out, bring them out. Call them out. You, have, have you, you, you ever, oh, oh no, your son's here still long. Would you ever cut his hair, like, just to practice? No, no, no. I would not take the chance of cutting my kid's hair yet. Um, what's the good word? Yet. Yeah, yeah. People, people, people. Do what you know you need to do now. Waiting to handle things at the last minute will always add more stress to the situation and need it. Pay them bills, register that car, and handle your business. Speaking of car, I need to find one. <laughs> I wouldn't get the bag and now everything lit. For real though. I went all the way through hell and back to get, get to this. Back to 1.1 FM as it goes on on this Monday. Work at 9 o'clock. You got eight minutes to get there. Franchise head Chip Doug here. You. And it is now about that time. Am I right? Am I wrong? Should I stay? Should I leave? One question, multiple answers. It's now time for real talk with somebody in this room on 101.1 FM. Um, all right. See how I'm gonna do this one here. If if the main person of the comment isn't upset, do other people still have the right to be in the film? There we go. There we go. On August 12th, next Friday actor Michael Blackson took to Twitter and he wrote, "When Britney Griner gets out, I want to be the first person." To give her some, you know what? <laughs> and he was just, he was doing it in a funny way. It's a comedian. That's what they do. 
Many people found this comment to be insensitive given that she's just been sentenced to nine years in prison. Also, Griner is a member of the LGBTQ plus community and has been with the same woman for years. So people went at him. But you know what? He wasn't bothered, hopped on Twitter. And he uploaded a screenshot in a DM between him and Griner. This was 2017. In it, he had asked her to send a picture that they had taken together. Once she did, he texted her back and he said, I'm going to upload this and I just want to let you know I'm going to be hilarious in the caption. If you hate my caption, just let me know and I'll take it down. So this isn't the first time he's done a little joke like this. Yeah. In response, she said, it's all good, LOL, along with the picture that she sent him. So Blackson doubled down on the fact that Griner has a great sense of humor. So she's always been cool with him making jokes. Yeah, that's what he does. But everybody else is still, no, 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 it's still insensitive. It's still, but if she says, it's okay. I'm cool with the material you put out, can people still jump in and be like, nah, nah? No, they shouldn't. They should okay. fall back. And they, and even if she said I wasn't cool, they said, like, a, a comedian's job is a comedian's job. And that particular joke, too, was just kind of, I feel like even more general really wasn't like a personal attack. It wasn't like he addressed a weed situation. It's not like he got on the LGBT community. You just said when she comes out, I need some. Like it's just a joke. It's just funny. This just putting them two together. Just like it's like from where, from what, huh? And like he, and, and he's and he's done jokes like that with her before. All the time, and she's been cool with it. All so the I, time, I don't get bro. how everybody else can be like, nah, nah, we're gonna be mad for you. Like that, there it is. Like can people be mad for you? They can, but they shouldn't. <laughs> they can, but they shouldn't. And like and social media just got everyone's with an opinion, man. So I don't know. I don't know about you, but a lot of times I read the comment section. And see the trolls, and it's, it's it's crazy what people put, bro. People be arguing over people that don't even know them. Like I just I just I just can't picture myself saying, you know what? I don't care if she's not mad. I'm still gonna yell at you for this anyway. Like, <laughs> like, how, like, how, like how do you like, do, let's like, cancel, do? Let's do cancel that? him. Like let's cancel do him. Don't don't no one go to his shows anymore. Don't don't no one go see the comedian being funny. Like it's crazy, bro. And what's crazy because she'll come back when she gets back from Russia and go see him at a show. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you already know. She already got a tour set up for when she comes back to the States, man. I don't know. Now, I, now you, can't, you can't be mad. I man. felt like that bothered me. I was like, you know what? If she's cool with him always doing jokes like this, and, and he's got receipts to prove it, how can people still say, so what, so what? We're going to be mad for her. Like, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't get how that works. And, and it's whack that he needed to show a receipt, but. That sucks, too. Once upon a time, comedians too. were just able to, like, no one was safe, and now it's kind of like, let's be real, when a certain bunch, oh, I hate to say certain, I'd be trying to find words. But there, it seems like there's just back, always backlash for certain jokes. Mm. You could crack on everybody else. When you crack on, say, certain jokes, that's when all the backlash comes in, all the canceling comes in. At some point, you just got to understand, co comedian's job is just to try to make light of serious situations so we all can kind of heal and get through them together, bro. Mm. Feel me? So my real talk is, I guess. In real rap, is she really gonna give him any? Like, you know she's not. Like, come on, yo, like, look, at the end of the day, I don't think she, she, she's married. She's not looking for Michael Blackson. It's not gonna happen. If it does, that'd be amazing, I guess. I don't know. I mean, so I guess my real talk is, if the, if, if the main person of the subject lets you know that they're unbothered by it, I just don't understand how you could. Am I right? Am I wrong? Should I stay? Should I leave? One question, multiple answers. It's now time for Real Talk with somebody in this room on 101.1 FM. What's up? Now I can't. That visual is going to be in my, my mind for the rest of the what day. What visual? <laughs> Him and Brittany. Oh, my God. All right. You know that. Sean Watson wants to apologize to all the women that he's impacted. <laughs> That's about 87 I'm sorry. And he actually played in um preseason. Yeah, he actually played. It was like 0 for 100. Um, they booed him right off front. We're gonna get that all season. Every single game. They booed him right off front. Um BIU 361 FM as it goes out on a Monday morning. Franchise in this building, Chip Doug here. Special guest today. My mother's in the building today. Yeah, yeah. Miss Sherla White. I'm here. Uh, so all the stories I tell you about that happened in the household, this is the lady responsible for them. <laughs> what he doesn't tell you is half of them are not true. Yes, they are. No, they're not. <laughs> like which one? You act like I abused you. I never said that. Every time you, when Boom says to me, "Yeah, you're, the stories about you beating him," I'm like, "Oh my!" <laughs> I have gotten a few beatings, some legendary ones. 
a couple. How much did you get away with before we had to like a lot, a lot, a lot. But at the end of the day, I really didn't have to beat too much because I have to say I was blessed with two uh, fine young men. So this is nice hits, mom too. He's not off the hook. Nope, he's not. Um, so what brings you here today? I'm here today be- to talk about Let's Talk Church and Other Things. Which is? Which is a podcast that I started probably two to three months ago. But the idea came to me back in 2018. But unlike some, I wait until I feel it's needed and the time is right to do it. And now it's time. And what is it about? Let's Talk Church and Other Things is about a few things. Mainly, it's just trying to get churches to be more open and honest. And I'm really trying to figure out why the churches are not filled. I look at you. I look at nice hits. You all are in clubs weekly, Friday and Saturday nights. How come you can fill out the clubs every weekend faithfully, no matter what the weather is, and we can't even fill the churches on a Sunday morning? Will y'all accept us if we come in there straight from the club? Because that's one judgmental thing right there. Well, see, if they're being judgmental, then maybe they need to go to the club and hang out with the real people. <laughs> I, You know what? As they say... God accepts you as you are. Come as you are. Who are we to judge? If someone's sitting there passing judgment on another, then they have an issue with themselves, number one. And you'll be surprised. A lot of people sit in church and they're like, they're envious of you. They're afraid to go out there and do the things that you do. Why? We're, we're taught that everything is sin. Everything is not sin. You know from past events i've been in clubs with you i've been in venues with you it's all about how you carry yourself and that's important because people look at you i have people that come to me even your friends and they'll come to me and just sit down and start having a conversation because they feel that i'm someone that they can that will listen that's number one and that they can relate to and i'll also keep it real no, if you're doing something that I don't agree with, I'll let you know that. But I'll let you know that in love, not in judgment. Love it. In love. And it's not And it's not strictly, um. well, first of all, there's not many church people that are open like you are, though. That's one thing. Seems like there's a, a, a older style, and then it seems like there's, I don't want to say younger, but more, more liberal, modern. More liberal, freer. Not liberal, but maybe more modern, more understanding, because you got some people... Accepting. Okay, yeah, there you go. There's a word. There's a word right Yeah, and and the thing is, okay, I'm 60 years young, so when I was brought up... Let me go back. Wait, huh? 60 years young? (laughs) 60 years young. I'm I'm not claiming old. I'm 60 years young. Don't look no older than 35. (laughs) Thank you. I'll buy some shirts. Anyways, all right. Anyways... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, I was brought up in, I, I I was fortunate enough that even though my mother was brought up very strict when, when it came to Christianity and being in church, like they couldn't wear pants, uh, you know, they were even told they couldn't play ball. I'm like, what? But I was fortunate enough that when I came along, they were more open-minded. So they never prevented me from doing things that I wanted to do. And for that reason, that's probably why I stayed in church because they they opened my eyes or they let me experience both sides. So then I was able to make the decision for myself. And even when when franchise was coming up and wanting to be a DJ, well, you know, that was kind of like unheard of. But my parents were very supportive. Uh My father didn't like it. All that secular music. (laughs) (laughs) But my parents were very supportive. And, you know, at this point, my dad was a pastor. 
But you know what? They helped buy the the equipment. They helped buy the turntables. They helped buy them ninety dollar needles at Guitar Center. Like so, I was. How about that? Sometimes the energy that's put on something, especially a kid's dream, isn't the energy the kid sees on it. Like he just wanted to play music and DJ, and it wasn't all the angst and stuff that goes along with it because of who he is. Right. And well, when we come back, we gotta talk about the podcast because it's not just talking church. It's actually getting both sides of life. Dude. Like it's not just church people coming on. It's people that have come from certain situations and now are into the church. Or what's well, so up? Let me come back. Let me come back. It's hard. Yeah, to sixty one one point one FM. Answer goes down on this Monday. Work at nine thirty. You got nine minutes to get there. Seventy three right now. There should be a higher eighty two. I hope the heat waves are done. So, um, once again, shout out to everybody that came out over the weekend. I came uh Hollywood on Thursday. Jaden is on Friday. Jaden is on Saturday. Came to one forty eight yesterday. One forty eight was nice. Which is where we left Miss Rody. <laughs> She's still there. We're probably still there. Um, shout out to Jim Vincent who pulled who up. Also came through yesterday. He was outside. <laughs> All right, Michelle White in the building, talking about the Let's Talk Church and Other Things podcast. Um, so explain the other things part. So the the other things is um yeah, keep going. The other things is like, for instance, I had one of your friends on, uh, and he talked about how he went from the streets to success. And he shared his story and, you know, he had been incarcerated and had gotten to some things. But then when he was released, he realized that, you know what, he had to turn his life around to, you know, do something better. And he decided to get into uh, cutting hair and now he has a successful barbershop. I also look to speak to people that are like, there's a lot of hurting people out here that are just looking for someone to talk to someone who will listen and it has nothing to do with church it could just be problems that they're having at home issues they're having like with being accepted for who they are so we look to talk to you know all genres all races you know and we'll do we'll deal with any issues that that come up as long as they're within reason now the podcast is not to come on and start talking about who you don't like and why you don't like and no it's not That's about my that. show there <laughs> with that baby i got you but yeah so that's really what the other things is is about we also want to get into the politics and talk to like some of these politicians that are running for office and really get into their heads and see you know okay your campaign says you're, you want to do this for your city or you want to do this for your state but okay we have some questions for you because should you be elected, are you going to hold true to your words? Mm. They most don't. Uh, they say what they want to say in the beginning. Um, You had Pastor Shroud on your show, which I thought was probably the best episode I've seen so far. Um, What was the best thing about that show that you liked? The best thing I liked about having Apostle Sherrod and good morning to him, and I will definitely be having him over and over again. He is the one leader that will keep it real. And he definitely kept it real. Hood legend, too. Yes. And he actually sent me a message last week because he got a little, uh, some feedback, uh, negative feedback um, in regards to something that he stated. Really? He did, and I'm not going to get into that on the air, but the one thing is he still stayed true to what he said because you know what? At the end of the day, it was his truth. And I told him something he said in that podcast still sticks with me to this day. He said, bleeding while preaching. And that pertains to a lot of people. You don't have to be preaching. You could be sitting there DJing. All everybody sees is DJ franchise. He's on a high note, but no one knows uh, what's going on on the inside. And so as that relates to the church, it's like what happened to the discernment? How can you sit in church with people week after week after week and not see that they're hurting and you're not even touching that hurt? That There's a problem. But Pastor, Apostle Sherrod... He keeps it real. He kept it real. And I will definitely be having him on again. Um, Trip, you got anything to ask? Um, I had a question. Um, 
we, everyone always talks about calling, purpose. Um, when did you feel the pull to um, preach and know that you were going to be a vessel? Oh, that's the catch. Go ahead. Well, I'm not a preacher. You know how when you get an answer without saying the right question? <laughs> that's what just happened. I am not a preacher. I am that? just Sherla who keeps it real. And I mean, everybody can't deal with that, but I have a passion for people. You know, I love the youth. I love the young people. I always say I'm never growing up. I feel bad for the younger generation because I just think they get a bad rap. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just that person that's just trying to make a difference. And like they say, if I can just help one person along the way, then my living wasn't in vain. So I believe I can help more than one. And just sitting here in this seat and me sitting there and them sitting over here. And when they begin to talk and they begin to release a lot of hurt that's going on, it's all worth it. You know, and I feel that that's my purpose. But like I said, I didn't wake up yesterday and say, "Okay, tomorrow I'm doing a a, a podcast. This came to me in 2018, but it's all about timing. Always. That's what we were just talking about, too. It's all about timing. Hey, when we come back, you got to let us know the best way to find a podcast and all that great stuff. <sighs> On this Monday morning, if you work at 930, you have three minutes to get there. Exactly when we'll be right back. BRU uh, 360 101.1 FM. As it goes down on this Monday, work at 930. That's right now. Get that money, baby. Good morning to all the Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, anybody driving the bus. Um, Cha-ching. Well, it's been a pleasure having you in here this morning. Thank you for having me. Um, first thing, well, first of all, let me ask you. So, how do you like doing podcasting? I love it. I wish it was something I could do full-time and get paid for it, but... You and me both. You and me both. <laughs> I believe in manifesting things, so I'm speaking that into existence. Oof. You and me both. Um, best way to find the podcast. Uh, you can find me on Insta at ms underscore Sherla, S-H-U-R-L-A. My Facebook is Sherla White. Can I can't find- believe I'm letting my mom up here give her Instagram. I can see which one of my boys follow you. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember you had mentioned that before. <laughs> Dad, really? <laughs> but one thing he knows about his mother, I do not, uh, I'm not a cougar. I don't, I don't entertain those oh, things, man. and I will shut I that down that. right I away. I don't even want to ask if it's happened before. It sounds like maybe it has. Let's, we'll keep going with it. Um, the YouTube channel is Let's Talk Church and Other Things. And if you would like to be a part of the podcast or if there is something that you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, you can email us at ltc.ot at gmail.com. And go ahead and shout out the church. Shout out to New Mount Zion, located at 375 Cahill Street, Providence, Rhode Island. My dad was the former pastor there from 1985 until his passing in 2010. I went back there in 2020 to uh, protect the building and uh, to try to help the ministry grow. So that's where we are now, just trying to help the ministry grow. So looking for somewhere to come on a Sunday morning I'll be honest with you there's only six of us but you know what we're not giving up God didn't send me back there to fail he sent me back there to do a work so I believe that it will get done and that's- and you don't mind if they come hung over from the club no, as long as you don't <laughs> I don't care you know I mean, if, if with the, some of them stay awake all that time you know well, that's franchise uh, mom church let's go on in there and see how yeah, you, you never yeah. know. Because you, you know what? Know. I, I lived in Georgia just briefly. And one thing I have to say about the churches in Atlanta, those people, majority of them go out clubbing the night before, but they have so much love and respect for God. It didn't matter. They were in church on Sunday morning. And you know what? You know why those churches stay filled? Because the leaders, the people, they get it. They're not judgmental. They accept them as they are, knowing that eventually if I, all I have to do is set the example, they'll look at something in me and say, wow, what is it about her? I want a little bit of what she got. And then you'll find out more and more they'll start coming in on a Sunday morning and they're not hungover. Mm. All the rappers down South Florida, all, all of them. All of them. Oh. Um. 
Anything you want to say we didn't get to ask you? No, I just appreciate this opportunity to be up here. You know, the podcast is is just up and running, but, you know, call me back in six months and see where we are. (laughs) (laughs) And I do want to let the people know that Franchise and Nice, those are my sons, and a couple other family members will be guests on my next episode that will be released, so be looking out for that one. I was going to say thank you for providing us with Two of my favorite DJs. God. (laughs) Well, you know what? And if I can just say this to the parent, you know what? If your child is shows an interest in something that you may be totally against, you know what? Don't shoot them down for it. Even if it's karate. Even if it's karate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you wasn't with karate? I don't know where he got it from to want to be a DJ at 15 years old. But you know what? Who was I to say, no, you can't? And then because of my support of what he did, sacrifices, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, I tell people all the time, if you wasn't there when we was carrying bins, if you I wasn't there when I was going oh. to the, the record labels in New York, <laughs> you know, once a month going to four different record labels to get records, you know what? Don't tell me anything. <laughs> I know my father would have said no. I couldn't. I remember coming home from URI, like, you know how we have the semester break? I put up a ghost face killer poster. My mom said, absolutely not. No ghosts, no killers are going to be in my house. She ripped my poster down, and it was so... And then I had to, like, sneak listening to Wu-Tang, like, in the bathroom on my headphones. Like, yeah, so I thank you for being that open with him because my parents were, like, absolutely not. Well, you got to know what they're listening to as well. So, you know what? I, At this I, point, I was, like, <laughs> over 18, though, and she still was like, oh, nope. Well. Awesome. It's college. <laughs> no, I literally watched him grow. I'm his number one fan, people. Yep. <laughs> so, there could be team franchise all day, but I'm the number one fan because I was there from the beginning. I was there, and, you know, God rest his soul, BJ, who was, a, you know, decided he didn't want to do the DJing, and he just handed all his records over to franchise. And I think, you know... That still right there. Him. And even what he's doing now, he's still keeping BJ's legacy alive. You know, and a lot of people don't know that. So rest in peace to BJ. Uh, and there it is. It was a pleasure having you this morning. Thank you for having me. And now I have to get back to work. I thank you, my supervisor, who's in New York. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, on, I've only seen her once, but we have the, the best relationship. And I believe she's listening she's this listening morning. She's listening right now? Yep. Shout, Shout her out. out. Shout her out. Shout out to Miss Alicia LaRonca. Thank you so much for allowing me to do this this morning. That's dope. And thank you. And shout out to um, all the uh, people that control parole that let the rappers come up here on Tuesdays. I greatly appreciate y'all, too. <laughs> That's BIU 360 101.1 FM as it goes down on this Monday morning. Franchise in this building. Chip Doug here. Izzy has like nine different names. So, so go ahead and give us what one of your names is. <laughs> Who are you today? Who are you today? <laughs> well, first and foremost, my name is Izzy, and I'm a representative of Underground Maven Entertainment LLC since 2022. Wow. Just started. Yes. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And you have two lovely guests. Yes, they are my business partners, um, Missy. My name is Missy. You can pull the mic closer. <laughs> My name is Mr. Yusuf. You can call me Missy. I'm uh, Izzy's business partner. Um, we started Underground Maven this year and I'm ready to take over Rhode Island. Oh. And we're expanding, so we have a collaboration with Chef. Chef, go ahead. Yeah, I'm Chef Norvell, um, owner and executive chef of Caribbean Delights. Sounds yummy. Yes. <laughs> so, what brings you guys here today? Our party on the 22nd. Ow. <laughs> we about to have a lituation August 22nd Listen we're about to have a reggae night um, Just a venue where everybody can go to Where we're going to have Caribbean food We're about to have DJ Sleepy Who, who are the DJs again? DJ Sleepy and DJ Rave King Rave King. Shots to Sleepy He's here Tuesdays <laughs> Yes sir yes sir And we're also going to have Caribbean food Fresh off the grill Who's cooking? I am of course so yeah, we're gonna have um, jerk chicken, gonna have some lobster, um, definitely beef patties. I'll start it off light in the beginning. We're gonna that's light. Yeah, that's hey, lobster. Lobster's lobster's light. Like that's light. Oh man, if lobster's an appetizer, I'm, I'm pulling up. <laughs> what else you got on the menu? 
Um, if that's so, like, I mean, we, we're gonna have wings, of course, but we're gonna grow the menu as the event goes on because it's gonna be every uh, Monday here going forward after the twenty second. So I'm gonna see what the people like. Start off with the jerk chicken and um, everything's gonna be cooked fresh on the grill, right on the porch, on the patio outside on five seventy four, on five seventy four. So yeah. So this is so. At what time does it stop? Eight o'clock. Eight yeah. o'clock, right in front. So I get the, that's the, and you're cooking all night. Eight all to night. one p. One a.m. Yep. So you're gonna. It's Rats. not gonna be like, I show up at twelve thirty and like we we close the grill at twelve. Oh, no, no. Yeah, because that's no. a, that's a, that always happens. I'm expecting people to be taking food home with them at the end because who's gonna want to eat lobster in the middle of a party? I mean. Mm, I mean, some stranger things happen <laughs> in the middle of a party. I mean. <laughs> Hey, cause, yeah, because once you're smelling it, oh. you, once you crack open that white container and just take a little peek, yeah. then you take a little... Hey, yo, sure, they'll be right back. I I, I, I got to go hand this lobster. Over, sit this here. <laughs> oh, that would be nasty, though. Bite into <laughs> lobster, then be on the hookah tip. Yeah. Pass, passing that. <laughs> That'd be kind of awkward. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Bring some mouthwash, too. <laughs> what gave you the idea to do it like this? Something new to bring to, you know, the people of the city. You know what I mean? I feel like, especially for the Monday night, it's the same um, place that people have to go to. So we just want to give people different options. Also, it's, it's also like a, a way of um, taking a, a culture back in a, in a sense. Like, I feel like there's not enough uh, authentic uh, places to go sometimes on a, for a Jamaican event. Like, not enough Jamaican promoters throwing stuff out there. Like, we're not we're not doing enough, I feel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From Rhode Island? Born and raised. All of you? No, I'm, I'm from Jamaica. How long you been here in Rhode Island? I've been in Rhode Island for about, let's say, five, six years. You just got here. Um, <laughs> I went to school here, though. I went to let, me, let me ask you, do, do, do you think the scene's gotten better or worse? As far as what? The, the, the just things dance to do. hall. Yeah, I, I think is, it's just having spots for you guys to go. From so, when I went to college, it got worse. It's gotten worse, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's completely different. There used to be a place to go every every night. Every night when I was in school. Now it's... That is facts. What about y'all? Y'all been here all your lives. I, How do you think it's been? I personally feel like I'm first-generation Nigerian. So, you know, growing up, I was called the African booty scratcher, all that. So now, going to places where they only play Afrobeat music, I feel like we definitely came a long way. I can't speak for dance hall, but um, I feel like it just being African, you know what I mean? Afrobeats has had the last yep. two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. The last two, sure. three years, Afrobeats had it. Facts. What about you? Better or worse? Worse. Worse. Why? This everything's the same. Same mm. same DJ set. Mm. Same scenery. Mm. Same setup. I feel like we deserve a change. Something different. You know? Bring some new life into the community. Now you guys do have a cheat code. Many years ago, maybe 10, 15 years ago, Monday night was the number one reggae night at Jerky's. Mm. Oh, that's a throwback. Oh, but but yo, it was a, it was a Monday it night though. Monday. It was, it was yeah. a Monday it was, night. Like, don't y'all gotta go to work? Fair. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, <laughs> none of y'all work on a Tuesday, but, but that Monday night raking in at Jerky's back today was packed. So I'm thinking, like, yo, y'all could possibly. And that's what that it could be done. It. it could be done. It could be done. And that's what I'm talking about. It used to be a lot a lot more heavy in the dancehall scene up here. Um, when I was going to school here, it was Monday, like Monday jerky. Oh, I remember Monday, going. Yeah, it was. Woof. And that's what we're going for. It looked like that, where it's hardcore dancehall, like actual dancers. You know, people coming out and enjoying themselves. I, th- I think that's one difference that I miss. So I, I, the scene is what it is. I do feel like right now we're better for like entrepreneurs. And a lot of people trying things out, different things out. But um, I do miss people actually dancing. Thank you. <laughs> Dirty winding. <laughs> when we come back, you got to tell us one more time about the party and the best way to find out, y'all. Monday morning. B-I-U-G-60, 101.1 FM. As it goes out on this Monday, work at 10 o'clock. You got 10 minutes to get there. Once again, Sasha DJ Stevie filling in for DJ Maddox today at 11 o'clock. Um, first of all, because I have y'all today. So who's going to take lead and tell us about the party one more time? When it's going down, where it's going down hungry. at. Yeah. You, you guys do got me wanting to Yeah, now I want, I, I want to eat I now. I want to eat. August 22nd, Monday, is going down at 574 Restaurant and Lounge. We got hookah. We got drinks. We got bartenders, beautiful bartenders. VIP packages. Yes, bottle packages. All right. There's going to be parties going on. If it's your birthday, pop out on a Monday. There's nothing going on on a Monday anyways. Plus, we're going to have lobster tails, mm, mm, sucking mm, like mm. jerk chicken mm. fresh off the grill. Y'all doing it again. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm hungry now. I don't even eat so meat. So, rum punch. 
Okay, let's get it. Yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> um, shout out to DJ Sleepy who's gonna be on set. Shout out to Rave King that's gonna be on set. And you have other guest DJs. I might stop by there right now. Just, uh, just enjoy the ambiance <laughs> without having to work, right? Yeah, that'd exactly. be good for you. Not for nothing, the atmosphere is really dope too. Yes. Sure. Um, alrighty, so one at a time. Best way to find y'all. So you can find us at Underground Maven, all right? Um, underground and then M-A-V-E-N. Not with a Y. It's Underground Maven, M-A-V-E-N. Definitely follow us. We're gonna be doing a you know a follow back because we want to support everybody who supports us. For sure. And um at on Instagram at Chef Norvell. That's N-O-R-V-E-L. Um, on Facebook, you can find me at uh, uh, Chef Norvell Ferguson. And yeah, get us up for all your catering needs. And So you are a full-time caterer? Full-time caterer. I assume that's what you went to school for? Yes. What school? Johnson & Wales. Johnson & Wales. That means you got money. <laughs> Why are you? Okay. Come on, let's be honest. Let's be Something. honest, guys. Let's Something. be honest. Something. <laughs> Izzy, a.k.a. Underground Maven, a.k.a. What was the other name? <laughs> I'm going to keep you guessing, that's all. That's <laughs> well, best, best way to find you. All right, so my Instagram is Izzy2879 and also Underground Maven on Instagram. Easy enough. Anything y'all want to say I didn't get to ask you? Um, I want to drop my Instagram, okay? I'm an artist and also... Oh! Yes, I'm an artist. I'm an Afrobeat artist and an R&B singer. I got new music, definitely... Dropping. Also, Izzy never even told y'all. We throw showcases um, for other artists. We create a platform. What Underground Maven is. We created a, a platform for other artists and businesses to just showcase. Mainly Afrobeat artists. No, everybody. Any and all. Everybody. Well, do you get any Afrobeat artists? Yes, we do. So you gotta bring some this way, and I can and I can help. Oh, you. listen, we can definitely talk. I've never. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think I might have had one Afrobeat artist come to the franchise before out of the 500 rappers. So if you I got would, some, I would, that are actually good. We gotta link up. I would have, really good. I would have loved to have that element at PVD Fest. Afro, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know they were. There's artists out here doing Afrobeat? Yes, for sure. I even have a song featured with other Afrobeat artists here as well. (laughs) And it's dope. See, people don't support each other enough. And for, for not to be coming down my feed somehow, some way, people yeah, I know support that. each other. Because in other yeah. cities, you just know what to do. You give it to franchise, you give it to the DJs, and then it grows from there. Like I, I, That's I, I, off no, rip. No. But I have finished. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, I mean, just like what you were saying, honestly, that's the reason why like we wanted to create this platform for other people. Because, you know, I lived in... I, I was born in Rhode Island, but I grew I kind of grew up in New York. So, you know, it, it's a very creative collective community where like if you drop something people are like all right let me help you push it so it's like i just feel that that's what we want to do we want to have other events like reggae nights different things where we can just put people on even if you're not an artist you know what i mean so we just want to make everybody feel like a community what was your instagram because you got cut off before saying so my instagram is it's missy's world it's i-t-s-m-i-s-i-s world it's missy's world okay i'll say it one more time I-T-S-M-I-S-I-S, world. Hit me up if you need graphics. Okay, 23K. <laughs> Hit me up if you need graphics, if you need business consultation, building business credit. Like, literally, I'm, use me, guys. Use me as much as you can. In the best me, way you possible. You got to give me a couple more pictures, though. <laughs> so you got a house. <laughs> I know. If this if, if you added me, I'd be like, this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real page. It's I'm a like, real this is page. Fake. It better be. It I'm better about to get be, some man. kind of um, link in my DM Let's that I don't want to press. August okay. <laughs> <laughs> 22nd, it goes down. That's a Monday night. So come on out. Catch some vibe. Catch some amazing food. Greatly, greatly appreciate y'all. Thank you for having us. Yes, for Always Thank welcome you. back. Always welcome back. And do not forget. We got we got a link. We gotta we gotta bring some artists through to the report and vice versa. I hope you get some artists on there. As long as y'all keep supporting, I'll support y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. Wake up on deck.